You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. Don't suffer for your art chat. Various artists with Francis and Liam. Tomorrow, Auckland Art Gallery Toyo Tamaki will be opening Ever Present, the First People's Art of Australia. This exhibition has travelled from the National Gallery of Australia and the US Farmers Collection of Australian Art to bring artwork from Australia's First Peoples from 1890 till today over to Aotearoa, showcasing the work of over 160 artists. This will be open from tomorrow, Saturday the 29th of July, till Sunday the 29th of October 2023. I had a yarn with Toyo Tamaki's senior curator of Māori art, Nathan Pohio, about these exhibitions. Ever Present consists of over 150 artworks by 160-plus First Peoples Artists of Australia. It's possibly the largest exhibition of First Peoples Artists um, from Australia to come to Tamaki Makoto. This morning we had an incredible example of the mana and manakitanga, the rangatira tangarawa ko tanga, through the truly awesome, inspiring karakia of Ngāti Whātua Orake. We're on the other side of that now. What sort of artists do you have uh, taking part in this exhibition? Because it's kind of a range from modern artists to people way back in the 19th century, no? exhibition includes ancestors, so that is um, artists with no official record, but then there are, of course, conversations going on with the people uh, who may have descended from those artists themselves, and um, there's always conversation, I I would imagine, going on where people are working out if possibly they have whakapapa to particular artworks. Um, But certainly there are several works by ancestors uh, in the show. There are many works by leading uh, First Peoples contemporary artists from the 1970s, um, including most of all uh, the artists in this show are internationally famous masters of of First Peoples out of Australia. We're talking about materials, the point in time where customary drawing or painting, if you like, on the whenua, on the ground, um, was migrated over towards paint on paper and or bark and finally canvas. And that whole visual language that many would maybe think of when they consider the first people out of Australia, uh, we have masters of those works present in the show. It's uh, an exhibition that really just keeps giving in terms of a profound sense of um, depth, cultural integrity, um, cultural narrative, uh, customary practices, and there's a great sense of um, there's continuities of First Peoples' notions of being and place. So I'm talking about country, community, um, family, um, respect of resources, respect of the whenua, of the tiao, the environment. Um, and you see that in a lot of the works where the environment actually is the material used to make the works. Um, there's all this incredible depth. A, a member of staff actually described it as like summer entering the gallery, 
which I thought was a beautiful metaphor for what the exhibition actually feels like in some places. It does actually feel like the sun's come out in the gallery spaces. These works are so incredibly warm. What sort of experiences have you guys at Toy Tamaki had with collaborating with uh, the National Gallery of Australia and the West Farmers Collection of Australian Art uh, to bring at the present over to Aotearoa? That's a good question, and I would I would begin the response by acknowledging our director, Kirsten Lacey, who comes to us from having worked previously at the National Gallery of Australia, who was part of the early development of this exhibition through her connections with the National Gallery of Australia and Wes Farmers, has been able to build this um, relationship uh, to the point where we were able to receive the exhibition. We felt uh, audiences here would um, engage with and find um, meaningful and enlightening and challenging and all the, th- all the good things that an exhibition should do for its audience. Out of that, we've built good professional working relationships and I think friendships. Um, we've gotten to know each other over the time. We, people I should actually acknowledge, I can, you know, we have Aboriginal curator Tina Baum from the National Gallery of Australia. Uh, we have the inaugural First People's Deputy Director of the National Gallery of Australia, Bruce Johnson McLean, um, along with Helen Carroll Fairhall, manager of Wes, Fame, Wes, Wes Farmers Arts. And um, also we have with us two artists who are in the exhibition, Ree and Christopher Pease. So there's a really great sense of um, communal, collaborative camaraderie uh, between our three institutions. And, and it's great that also we have two of the artists here who are able to participate in this, this really special opening this morning and to also be part of our um, kicking off our public programs. So tomorrow, for example, um, Ree and Christopher will be available to give artist talks near their works and we will have a panel discussion um, in our auditorium at 2pm tomorrow afternoon. Um, if anyone wants to come along and have a listen, um, that would be fantastic. Please do. Why do you think that it's so important for the people of Tamaki Makoto to go to this exhibition and learn more about the toy and the art that the First Peoples of Australia created? Well, it's an opportunity for all of Aotearoa to engage with the art of First Peoples Artists of Australia. It's a significant show in its span. It's an immense show. It takes up the entire first floor galleries. That's the the farmers, the Robertsons, and the and the so ons. Um, it takes up the entire first floor. There is, like I say, there's over 150 works on display, and it's a really it's a very rare opportunity to see this um, this wealth of as well as depth of art from these artists and. I just kind of think it it would be a, it would be a remiss uh, for people to just pass it by. It's the kind of exhibition that um, that spans many moods and feelings. It's it um, 
it's got it shares many concerns as as well as it's it's got a lot of celebration or celebratory works in it so it's an honest exhibition and it really demands attention not passivity exploration and contemplation over expectation or assumption um <clears throat> it really it asks for um your engagement as an audience or as a viewer and sometimes there's challenging content but also there's that allows for gentle immersions into beautiful moments. And these are all drawn under the span of the Everpresence title. I think that's why it's significant to Tamaki Makoto, but it's not just to Tamaki, it's actually for Aotearoa. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.